Football Podcast. Uh, just yeah. before we finish off with Baggio, Primface and Serias the week, we can do a profile on Alessandro Buongiorno, who has been in the, the news a lot in the last week because there's a lot of transfer interest in him. Milan have been trying to um, open negotiations to sign him even this month, but that was always going to be very, very difficult. Um, but there is a lot of interest in Buongiorno all over uh, Europe among the biggest clubs. Um, uh, Napoli like him, but outside of of, of Serie A, uh, Manchester United, who will sign a centre-back, uh, at least one, probably two centre-backs uh, this, this summer. Bayern Munich, who will also sign a centre-back um, this summer. Arsenal, <coughs> Chelsea and Nottingham Forest. Um, a lot of Premier League clubs all interested in him. Um, Urbano Cairo has made it clear no chance of him leaving uh, in, in January. Um, but in the summer, I think it is uh, there is a good possibility that that, that Bongiorno could leave. And Torino value him at forty million, which I think is a pretty good price for uh, for the potential that he's got, um, because he has been undoubtedly one of the best uh, centre backs in in Serie A this season. If you look at uh, all the key metrics, he he's um, he's right up there. Um, he reads the game really really well. Um, he he he's um, first in Serie A this season for interceptions, for average uh, number of interceptions per game, two point five a game. He's joint sixth in Serie A for all players. This isn't just defenders for for, for tackles. He's joint tenth for for clearances. He's he's outstanding in the air, which you'd expect. He's six foot four inch four inches tall. Uh, he averages three aerial challenges one per game, which makes him the the joint seventh best in Serie A and the, and the, the third best among all defenders. Um, Milan Juric is number one by a mile in this category, mm. I should just, just say, as we, as we were talking <laughs> about him earlier. Um, so he's a big weapon from set pieces, uh, both in terms of defending for his own team, but also in the opposition area. He scored three goals this season. And I think I said in an earlier podcast, he reminds me a bit of Matarazzi in the air, the way that he kind of leaps and heads the ball. He's got a similar kind of, similar kind of figure to, to Matarazzi. Left-footed, as well, um, like Matt for me, is more. I think it's more. Of, uh, someone can't remember who it was. who said Acerbi. He reminds me of Acerbi more than Matarazzi. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he's, he's very aggressive with the way that he yeah. plays. He's he's not scared to get stuck in. He puts his body on the line. Uh, he makes professional and cynical fouls for the good of the team. And he's made more yeah. fouls than anyone in Serie A this team yeah. this season. Two point six fouls per game. He has four yellow cards which can be a weakness, but I actually yeah. like to see this as a positive. I like to see this as, as somebody that has the right grinta and the right mentality of being a winner and wanting to, mm. to, 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 if you apply it in the right way, you know, that's been lost a lot from, 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 it's, from Italian defenders. When we talk about the loss of the defensive art in general, but also among Italian defenders, you know, having that, you know, like Claudio Gentile, like Cannavaro, like Matarazzi, like, uh, Nesta, you know, they would, Maldini even, you know, maybe less so Maldini, but these players, Baresi, these players would make fouls if they have to, if they had to, you know, and um, the football as well, you know, he, he has that. Uh, so he's... Uh, what I like the most about him is is his uh, attention to his positioning, his read of the game. I think that is what I think is the most impressive part about him, given his young age for a defender. Um, he's 24. 
yeah, I mean, for you know, it's it's still fairly young. It is the Serie A. You're 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 young until you're 28, and then you become magically a senator in Italy. It's this amazing <laughs> place. Yeah, uh, time is relative. Well, he's been very Serie important a. for Torino. In in um, you know, they had the last season. They had the, I believe Torino had the fifth best defensive record in Serie A mm. last season. Yes, they did. Even though they finished tenth, they had the fifth best yeah. defensive record this season. Um, Torino only conceded 18 goals in 20 games, which I think is really, really exceptional for, for, for a team of Torino's level. I know they've had problems in the attack, which, which yeah. you know, we always talk about with Ivan Juric, but defensively, that's the third best record in Serie A. Only Inter and Juventus have conceded yeah. fewer goals, and, and those two have had ridiculous defences this season. I mean, they're off the yeah. charts, their defensive defences. Um, so, so, I mean, that, that's really present. But Giorno is a big reason for that. Because remember, Per Schurz, who's, who's yeah. a very key player for, for Torino, has been out for basically the whole season and will miss the, virtually the whole season, I believe, won't he, with, with a serious yeah, uh, ACL, ACL yeah. injury. So he's really marshaled the defence. And, and Bongiorno can play... I mean, Torino play a back three. Um, they play a 3-5-2. And... But Bongiorno, so Bongiorno is able to play in the centre of the back three or the left of the back three. He played more on the left of the, of the back three uh, when Schurz was available. Now Schurz is out. He's been playing more in the centre of the back Which three. Which is where I think he should be playing. I don't want to see him on left or right. I want to see him in the middle of a back three. Which is why I don't understand why Milan wants him unless Milan are planning on bringing in a certain, certain Antonio from Lecce uh, who plays with a back three. At that moment, yes, congratulations, Milan, congratulations, Buongiorno, because him in the middle of a back three with Tomori and, and Chao or Kalulu or whoever on the sides, on his side, is, is, is a fantastic defence, uh, which Antonio... Well, Buongiorno, Lecce, Buongiorno has, has played twice the Italy national team. He got his first yeah. call-up by Man- Roberto Mancini in March 2023, and he got his debut yeah. in a... 3-2 win over the Netherlands in um, June of 2023 in the UEFA Nations League. But the big one was he 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 played his second only his second game for Italy um, in the the crucial Euro 2024 qualifier against Ukraine in in November. It was a do or die game for, for Italy. Italy needed to avoid defeat to qualify for the Euros, and a loss would have seen them go to the playoffs. And he started that game, played the whole game in a back four and he was outstanding in that game. He got an early yellow card, mm. which would have added to the, to the pressure on him. I thought he was one of the best players on the pitch. I thought he was brilliant. He didn't put a foot wrong. Uh, and Italy got the nil nil just, okay. There was the controversy at the end with the, with the, the Cristante foul on, on Mudrick, which probably should have been a penalty. Um, but, uh, but, but John was, was great. And that was in a back four. So I'm hoping that, you know, he can be, can be fine in a, in a back four. I think if there is a weakness in him, maybe lacks a bit of pace. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit, yeah. In modern football, can be a bit go, of a worry, yeah. And if you're going to play in a back four for Milan, who play with such a high line, I mean... If Piardi's still there, that is. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, no, if it's Conte, I, they, they, I mean, they're probably going to play a back three if it's Conte, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, um, he's, he's a very interesting, very, very interesting player. Uh, yeah. But John... He is. And also, just as a kind of a side note in his personal life, in February 2023, he started a three-year university course in marketing at a private university in uh, Naples called Università Telematica Pegaso, who is a university that is founded by, guess who? 
Salernitana president Danilo Iervolino. So oh. we've got a nice little calcio uh, uh, full circle there. Oh. Okay, well, you do a degree in marketing. That brings us on very nicely to, to Baggio <laughs> Prem place and Serie A exactly. ass of the week because Buongiorno can, can probably take over the marketing division of Serie A because they, they certainly need it. 